broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. And uh, I just want to say, just in case, uh, you know, you're driving in the car or whatever, uh, and you want to catch a previous episode, maybe a captain singing his song or whatever, uh, make sure you check. (laughs) Hey, make sure you download the podcast anywhere you have podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, any one of those platforms. Go ahead, download it, and you can check out any one of the uh, episodes of In the Huddle with Coach Muddle. Right. And you can always check Nevada Knicks' great picks all the way back to calling the Raptors at 10-1, the, the Kentucky Derby, the right. Chiefs, the Winners Super Bowl, all of it. Cam Newton being named starting quarterback of the Patriots, as he was today. I had um, that. I had yeah. that. I didn't put any money You're on trying it, to figure out who it was, because somebody said that they thought Stidham was still going to start. Maybe it was Billy then. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that's much of a call calling uh, a former MVP to start over Jared Stidham. But, you know. <laughs> and anyway, uh, as you see, Leonard Fournette didn't go very far. He, well, you know, yeah. I heard he's renting the house next door to Captain down there in uh, Tampa. Uh... I'll go over and get his autograph as soon as I bump into him. You know. <laughs> I think it's a good signing, though. It can't hurt, you know. Tampa Bay needed a running back. Um, you know, I think he'll fall in line. I would hope a lot of guys kind of, you know, bow down to Brady knowing, that, you know, he's the GOAT. So, you know, I, I guess him and Ronald Jones. Who? Ronald Jones. Oh, Brady. Your boy, your best friend, your favorite player. Listen, uh, so uh, because now, Nick, from what I'm hearing, uh, when I put my ear to the ground uh, coming out of Tampa Bay is, you know, LaShawn McCoy might be the odd man out there now. Yeah. Because uh, there's a, a rookie, and I can't think of his name, but he is very much like the kid from uh, the kid White from uh, New England. Uh, and you know Brady loved him. They actually kid came out of yeah, Wisconsin right. too. So yeah. uh, it, it's it's kind of that that Brady and him are really getting yeah. some chemistry together. And I right. and I kind of feel like I, well, I'm hearing that Lashawn McCoy is going to be the odd man out, especially now when you that, add Fournette to that mix. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I look, I like Lashawn McCoy, but his better days are behind him. I mean, look, Andy Reid loved him, and when he couldn't even start, you know, in the Super Bowl, um, couldn't even I think suit that kind up. Of, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, that's why I'm not, excuse me, not didn't start, didn't even, you know, play, you're right, make the, the 53. So, um, yeah, I'm not surprised there, but I think getting Fournette is a big deal. Some other big news, too. They say the Sixers are finalizing a deal with Ty Lu, and. I don't know how to feel about that, you know. Really, I thought I saw that it was Steve Nash. He got the Nets job. Oh, the Nets job. Which, okay. You know, look, man, you got Kyrie, who's known as like a coach killer, and then Kevin Durant. I'm surprised they've gone with a guy. You know, it's much like Captain said with baseball, how catchers become good managers. Usually, point guards become good 
basketball coaches, you, yep. you know, Jason Kidd, others. Um, but still, that's a lot of pressure to step into a job, and they're they're expected to compete for a title next year. So, um, a little surprised about that. You know, I don't know what style he's going to go with. Obviously, Coach mentioned last night about the Suns under D'Antoni. You know, so Nash played under D'Antoni. He also played under Don Nelson with the Mavericks. Um, so I'm curious to see what kind of, you know, offense he runs. I don't even know if he's been an assistant coach somewhere. So Yeah, I have no jump, idea. I haven't heard his name I thought, anywhere. I, I didn't know he was coaching anywhere. So, man, usually you got to at least do a little assistant coaching. Yeah, but wasn't know, Jason Kidd like that? Didn't Jason Kidd start right yes. off the bat as a, as yes. a head coach? Yeah, he, he went he went right into it without basically any previous major coaching experience. I think he might have done like some uh, I don't want to say it was wreck, but it was some it was like uh, real it was unorganized organized and then he went into it. And uh, to get back to what you were saying, coach, I did check the roster uh, for the Suckineers. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, okay, I did. The Suckineers, they got a kid by the name of Kashawn Vaughn. Yes. Uh, Actually Stiz just put that up. Oh, see, I, I, I put, I was doing my due diligence, so I apologize for not seeing the comments. I figured that uh, we would have, but th- there's another rookie on the roster as well, which is why, which one are you talking about? And this guy is the kid the by the kid name from of Calais. Wisconsin. The kid from Wisconsin. Okay. okay, there's a kid by the name of Calais who's also a rookie, and he is out of, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, so that's not Wisconsin. So I don't know. It's either got to be Vaughn or Calais because I don't see any uh, Wisconsin's as running backs that are rookies on the roster as of right now for the second years. Okay. All right, listen. Yeah, we will, we will listen, bring that. Story. We're going to get to that, but real quick, because oh, I know we okay. started off hot and heavy, but I wanted yeah. to I wanted to really start with this, and, and it got a little sidetracked, because, you okay. know, uh, Tom Seaver passed today. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, one of the all-time baseball greats, and I actually got to see him pitch. I, got a, I, I, I was at his 300 win at Yankee Stadium. Oh wow! He, he was wow. he pitched for the White Sox, got his right. 300 win at Yankee Stadium, and I, I just found that kind of ironic that, yeah. you know, here he is. He had that success with the Mets, and you know he comes back to New York to win his 300th, obviously in a different uniform and across town. But you know, and and it's sad. Uh, you know, I thought the Mets really shafted Seaver uh, both as a player and then later in life in, you know, they waited till his illness got too bad to put up a statue and, and honor the man, you know, so, so, you know, screw you, Will Ponce, because you're the worst owners ever. And thank God that you're selling the team, get the fuck out of New York and go the hell back wherever you're from. You know, yeah, uh, you know, because those guys are assholes. Uh, you know what, Coach? The Mets didn't have, except for maybe like a Keith Hernandez, maybe. They didn't have a lot of players that had long tenures there. You know what I mean? Seaver did. Daryl Strawberry kind of went and then fizzled out, had the drug issues. Right. Uh, went went to same LA. thing. You know, yeah. so. Gary um, Carter was really an expo. He really wasn't a, a Met, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, Lenny yeah. went to Philly. Yeah, uh, 
Piazza. He went, Piazza left for the Marlins and the Dodgers, though, too. He didn't have he a He came from the Dodgers, I thought. Didn't he come right. from he the Dodgers? From, he, no, he came yeah. from the Marlins. He went to the Dodgers, to the Marlins, then to the Mets. Yeah, but, but Piazza was drafted no, no, by the but, Dodgers because of Lasorda. Right, exactly. Yeah, but... I, really? Look it up. He got traded at the trade deadline to the Marlins. And okay. then he ended up going to the Mets. I'm almost 100 percent sure. See, I thought that he, was. The, I thought he finished his career with the Marlins. He play, He went from. No. Uh, no, he went. He went. He went to the Marlins late. Later after yeah. being. Yeah. Look it up, Captain. I'm telling you, he was before the Mets. I'm almost. I'm almost positive, Captain. Okay. While you guys, I tell my. I tell my story, Coach. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, while we look right. this up. So my first Eagles game is Redskins Eagles. In the wild card playoffs, so obviously it's the year the Bills ended up losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. But so I go to the, from my first Eagles game with my dad. I'm all excited, and we're at the vet, obviously. So we're sitting there in the seats, and all you hear is this guy behind us go, "What the fuck?" And we we turn around, look, and we we look the guy. There's piss coming off from the upper level, and they're pissing on the guy behind us. So that was my first experience at the vet was uh, the guy behind me getting pissed on uh, in the seats. So it ended up being uh, quite an experience for my first game at the vet. And I got the answer when, when the story's done about being pissed on. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. That's the story. The so you like, so you're, you're into the golden showers, are you? Now, is no, that how you got not, involved in that? behind me. It was the guy behind me. But right. Captain, was that right? Yes. Go yeah, ahead, Captain, because I looked it up as well. It's Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you're That's right. what doing, not listening to my story. Well, I was doing a producer. I know. You, you, thank you, Captain. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, because, again, I mean, I, I can handle being a producer while still being on the show, kind of like they do. In real radio, and I don't mind doing that as well yeah. because I, I, that's that's fun as long as I get my airtime too. Yeah, so that's good. good because I can't really do two, four things at once. So that one, one thing, thing off my once, plate, I, I'm lucky to do one. You're right. Yeah, exactly. And Steve Nash had no experience as a coach. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so that's, uh, that's surprising to, to have a guy with no experience to now on a team that's expected to compete for a championship next year. Which I don't think will happen because I, I don't think I think I don't like Kyrie and I think Kevin Durant might be the biggest baby in the. Uh, it was Pee Pee Tommy in the upper level. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> now I will tell you this: a couple years ago, I did take my daughter to. Uh, it was my daughter, my dad, my sister. The four of us went to a Jet Houston game up at the Meadowlands. I, I got the tickets, so I mean I wasn't spending money to go see the Jets. Let's put it that way. Right. So anyway, I I'm like okay. I my daughter, we go get something to eat. Well, the dude behind us winds up puking all over our seats. Not, I mean, literally, we we I don't even think we got to the line. You know, here's my sister freaking out. You know, because it's right next to her, and uh, you know, and that's goes to show you horrible at the Meadowlands. They didn't even move us. They gave us such a hard time, we wound up leaving halfway through the second quarter because of that. Terrible. That, that's fucked up, and 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 I don't care. I don't care who you are, where you are. The fact is that, that the attendance 
didn't a take care of their customer, especially when it's not your fuse. Okay, that's that's just wrong in so many languages. Right, that's wrong. So yeah. you know. But. Yeah, my, my, my cousin said he thought Kenny Atkins, and a lot of people feel like that in Philly. That's the former Nets coach yes. who basically got fired by Durant and right. Kyrie, Irving, Kyrie Irving. Right, absolutely. I, 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 I agree with that. Now, Go, going one, one second before we do that. Going back to Nash going to the Nets, and you said that would have possibility for, for getting an NBA championship, that's one of the reasons why I think that they hired him without experience because he's plug and play as long as he brings some of his ideals and the way he was on the court as being a hard-nosed guy that that can dish and, and you know dish and being, being able to dish in his brain for those plays that's probably one of the reasons why because you got Kyrie you got KD you got yeah. a good, good cast of other people they say well you know what as long as he can bring what he brought while he was on the court to us, we don't really need an established coach. I don't agree with that, but that's right. probably what he was behind they, that. They better bring on a strong assistant coach who's either had head coaching experience or just a well-respected assistant coach. Because one thing Steve Nash wasn't known for was defense. And I believe in every sport, defense is important, obviously, as we go into the big game tonight, too, against with the Flyers. I mean, that's how you win in hockey, too is goaltending and defense. Um, my cousin's Avalanche is still alive. They looked all but dead down 3-1. Now that's 3-3. And obviously that's where Hope and Night happens to the Flyers. Is they yeah. can- oh, uh, hey, uh, so here on the on the wire I'm checking right now. So uh, the Cowboys have uh, released veteran safety HaHa Clinton Dix. Wow. Uh, that's surprising. Well, now, was he... He wasn't he with the he went from Packers, the Packers yes. the skin, right? Well, yeah. he went from the pack. He got released by the Packers. I, yeah, I think it was the Skins, and then he got picked up. He's real. His career has really plummeted, kind of like with, yeah, with he the was Raiders. Good with the Packers, right? The Raiders picking up uh, and then releasing Prince Mukamar. All of these uh, defensive backs that are that are out there in free agency. Um, actually, the Raiders signed one, and then they got rid of him. It was a guy that uh, was the former Giant that couldn't catch a cold, and they, they, he went to the Saints. Then the Raiders picked him up, and he didn't even make the Raiders roster because of uh, of a contract thing. Then, then they went out and got the other former Giant, Prince Mukamara, and former Giant slash Bear. So all of these older D-backs that are still out there, you know, if, if you've lost a step or two, you know, you you you, you can go to the Raiders, is what you're saying. No, no, no. So listen, the Eagle, the Eagles have cut 12 players, and I didn't realize that former Georgia running back Elijah Holyfield was on the Eagles roster. I didn't, I didn't realize that either. But it must have been obviously. I think he was a played last year, so it must have been an really? undrafted. Free agent, I would think. Yeah, I'm almost positive. Did he come out way too early? Was that the problem? Because I thought I felt like he had a pretty decent season one year, at, uh, and maybe at just because it was mop up yeah, duty in a lot of games. But I don't remember. My biggest worry with the Eagles is going to be the, uh, you know, obviously missing Malcolm Jenkins, who was really important in that defensive secondary. Um, and I know they're moving Mills there. And Mills is very inconsistent. He'll be a pro bowler one game and then just look terrible the next. 
Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, obviously, Coach, we were talking about the Flyers. He had to bring up the freaking Cowboys, which I don't know why you transitioned from the Flyers to the Cowboys. But um, I didn't know we were getting into the Flyers because we were in basketball you know, and I was trying to get back yeah. to football. I didn't hear the hockey. I apologize. Well, listen, you're, that's your job, Coach. You're, you're supposed to be the you know the, the moderator, whatever the hell you call it. But so listen to when your people are talking. Don't look in the sky at the birds. I'm watching uh, the. I'm now, watching this big dark cloud come over and block the sun, yeah. which is thank yeah. goodness that sun was killing me for a few minutes. But what are you a fucking weather reporter now? or Are we going to talk sports? No, <laughs> no, no. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have the tits to be a weather reporter. Yeah, yeah. Now, Captain, have you heard anything on Cooch? Is he playing tonight? Uh have not heard anything. It's probably one of those things, game time decisions type of thing. Right. Lower body injury that we had from uh, from the game before. And uh, I haven't heard anything about today's uh, today's game other than it's at 7. Yeah, yeah, that's it's at you, exactly what you said. And the same goes for uh, Barzell, too. Captain, they are both, it looks like, uh, game time decisions. So, I guess we'll find out. They usually release that, what, like a half an hour before game? A little yeah. bit before the game time. So, uh, yeah, I think that's important. I'm really hoping uh, Couturier suits up. I, I Me me as well. Like I said, the I think the Flyers are, will be in a lot better uh, constraints with trying to get game six, having him available than not having him available. I think actually, and I hate saying this, but the way the the Islanders have played as a team, okay, losing Barzell is not going to be that much of a of a hindrance to the Islanders the way that they've been shooting. You know, Pajot and a couple of those other top line players have played really great for the Islanders. Losing Couturier, who's been a good mucker for the Flyers this entire series with the with the occasional points and doing what he's done both offensively and defensively, it's going to hurt the Flyers a hell of a lot more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, um, well, I think that series wraps up tonight. I think the Islanders think? move on. That's good. And Last uh, time you said they're going to win the Cup last game, and they lost. So just keep saying it, Coach. Just keep saying it until right. Game 7. That's all we want. That's, <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's a bunch of haterade yeah. on the coach's right. part. Well, look, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that, you know, I am from New York. The Islanders are from New York. And, you know, I, I really don't much like too much of Philadelphia, okay? If it isn't for Tony Lukes, I probably wouldn't go to that place. Yeah. All right? Yeah, well, listen to Coach over here. Now, like my what? cousin said, so Avs are down 3-3. I Honestly, too, though, if you're a hockey fan, I think you would rather see Tampa Bay, Philly, oh, and yeah. then Vegas and Colorado, any type of hockey fans. I just think they're better matchups. I, I, I think the Flyers are a better team. I just don't think they play good hockey. I really don't. I don't think the Islanders are a better team than the Flyers. I just think that the Flyers' best players haven't played well until the last game. Right. So if we can get them to, to pick it up and have two good games here and play well if they would make it into the conference finals, I think that would be a heck of a series. I agree with Captain. I would give the edge to Tampa Bay right now a little bit because they're playing good hockey. And, you know, like my cousin said, the power play for the Flyers has just been horrendous yeah. for a, a while anemic. now. And, anemic. Yeah. No, I mean, 100%. It really is bad. Yeah. Kind so, of like wearing that FAU hat is, Coach. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anemic. He doesn't even know what really 
You have an FAU hat on, Coach. I know I have an FAU hat on. FAU. Uh, FAU has been, you know, Lane Kiffin has pumped life back into that program. And now they went out. They, they went out. They went out and made a knee-jerk reaction. They hired the guy from Florida State who was horrible. Willie Tiger. Taggart. Okay. Oh, and I don't think he's going to do very well in at FAU. I, I don't think right. he's going to do that because I don't think that he was that good. He inherited a good team out in Oregon uh, and won That's with that team, now. but could yeah. not do anything in Florida State when the cupboard was bare. So right, yeah. And, I mean, well, I think I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying it's like uh, that's just a poor choice in hats when you're a Gator like me, you know. Well, look, you know, I normally uh, support our local, uh, you know, Lewis Marina. Those guys down at the marina, you know, take care of me. And uh, so I wear that hat. And uh, I was running a little late tonight getting getting back home. So, you know, I uh, had some stuff going on. So uh, I didn't get a chance to switch hats. How about that? Okay. Okay. Like Mr. Rogers, I come in, I got to change my hats like he changed his sweater. (laughs) I said out, out, you know, in East, everybody would rather see Philly, Tampa Bay. As much out West, I think people would rather see Vegas and Colorado. Not that Dallas isn't a good team, but I think that's a better series, too. And that'll be one prediction for tonight. I do think Vegas closes it out tonight. Um, I believe they played in the second game. I think it's Vegas and the Canucks. But I do, no matter what, in game six, I think Vegas will close out the series and beat the Canucks. Um, I'm not making a prediction in the Flyers game because I don't know how to feel. Yeah, it's it's, it's a tough one. It really is. You you just, I I really thought in game five they were going to come out with a big effort. I'm a little concerned you're going to see that punch back tonight from the Islanders because I think they would obviously love to close it out tonight. Because nobody wants to go to game seven because obviously game seven, anything can happen. So, um, obviously, right now, it's the best the Flyers can hope for. But, yeah, I think you're going to see New, uh, New York's best punch tonight. So, I'm hoping the Flyers respond well. And I'm not wearing anything lightning until the Flyers are officially out, okay? So, you won't see my lightning hat on here. You won't see my black headman jersey being worn until the Flyers are no longer in the series. Again, and, and it's one of those things where there's – there's a big drop off. Love my Flyers. Root for the, root for the Lightning over everybody else because there's that big drop off. I love my Flyers. You know, like, I feel that I same was, way from me being a Ranger fan to the Islanders. But obviously, the Islanders trump both Philadelphia and Tampa. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you think okay? If it comes down to that, you think the Islanders are going to beat Tampa if they even get there. Uh, yeah, I do. I I believe that it's going to be a Vegas Islander uh, finals. Well, well, one thing I would agree with Coach is um, the coach for the Islanders. What's it, Barry Trotz? Is yes, it? yes. Yeah. And He's I a just heck think of a coach. And, he really and is. Look, I, and and I say this because I know there's a lot of Caps fans out there just steaming right now because I find it funny that you thought. That, you know, it was, you know, players and not the coach who got you to that cup. And you thought you could just plug and play somebody else in there. And and now you're watching a guy that you let go take another team. Well, who 
you know, uh, who lets go of a Stanley Cup winning coach right. and lets him walk, you know? Yeah. And that was a team. How do you not pay not, the guy? That was the biggest thing. That was a team, too, that was knocking on the door all the time. And he really got it, went in there, got him over the finish line. And then I, they, I think the problem was they didn't want to pay him. Right. I mean, I, they I didn't want to pay him. And then he took more money at the Islanders. And look at where they're at already. I mean, just like in, with Philadelphia, I thought they made a horrible decision. Bringing in the coach, um, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Was it Hax- guy, Dave Haxtell? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was was that Ron's brother? North Dakota. Yeah. So yeah. that didn't make sense. But you know, man, is it, pronounce his name, Captain, for me. The coach for the Flyers. I can't pronounce it. Elaine Vigneur. Vigneur. He has come in and just look. I didn't agree with the Carter Hart sitting him, but you can't complain about the job the guy's done since March. Or, or even February when we got the team. He's turned this team around. I mean, the, the future's bright. I like how he has them playing a completely different style. So uh, I, I think the future is obviously really bright for Philadelphia with him as the head coach. And he's pretty much uh, pulled all the right strings this year. There's no doubt about it. And I think everybody will say, even if we do lose tonight, that they have – and they've over-exceeded expectations for going into this year. I think if everybody said, hey, you would go to the second round of the playoffs and go six games, I think any Flyers fan would have said, well, I'll take it. So, uh, yeah, he's done well. We all want to obviously, because we're here and we've seen what they're able to do, would love to get into the conference finals, but you can't complain at the job he's done this year. Oh, yeah, and like I said, like you, were, like you brought up a couple uh, shows ago, that's without Patrick, who's probably one of their, their best kids, still mm-hmm. not in the lineup. If you add Patrick on, on this team in good health, okay, mm-hmm. then you add Lindblom, uh, Lindblom yeah. right? There you yeah. go. And and that's just more more for it. Now, granted, uh, finally we had a Claude Giroux signing the last two, two yes. games or so. Yep. But, uh, again, I don't I don't expect Giroux to be uh, wearing that C, if even wearing, wearing the flyer uh uh, jersey next year because again he, he's he's long in the tooth and it, he's showing his age. I love his experience, but unless he shows something tonight, um, I I think that you probably move on from move on from him. I can see maybe uh, uh, the kid uh, the kid we got from the Rangers that, that they signed to a big contract, a uh, Hayes. I can see Hayes possibly uh, being that C next year in Philadelphia. Especially with the money they got tied up with him. Yeah, and he had a good year. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. I mean, you know, I would think it's between him. I'm, I mean, I don't think you put Hart in that yet, just because. Uh, can goalies be captains? I've yeah. never, I've never seen. I thought Billy Smith what, was. Um, I, I, I was going to say that the last time I've seen a captain was so long ago was in the seventies with Billy Smith, and that's the last time. That there was a captain, uh, that was a goalie, uh, and again, I think Billy Smith until Hextall finally did it was the last goalie to actually score a goal too. Right, right. But then you know what you had, and the one thing I love about, and I'm I'm gonna really pull shit out of my ass. You had Billy Smith and Chico Resch as the goalies for the Islanders way back when. That was a hell of a tandem, hell of a tandem. Well, that's why you know, Captain, as you know, and my cousin knows his name. But the backup in the in the system for the Flyers, who I'm, I'm assuming is going to be their future backup, unless 
you know, he's just so talented. Somebody obviously gives them some kind of compensation, and, you know, they trade him just because he obviously has the aspirations to be a starting goaltender. Yeah. But uh, I think him and Hart are going to be a great tandem one day. And and Coach, that, that was the guy who tweeted yes. or like when – yeah, because my cousin tagged his name, yeah. obviously, on yeah. it was Twitter, was it? Or Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram right. which, by the way, you can always check out any shows on Instagram, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and obviously YouTube, like the page. Uh, so if you're listening on a uh, podcast, make sure you go and uh, subscribe to the channel as well. And, and one thing we haven't brought up either, obviously, is... One, tonight we are one week away, and it's almost exactly a week as yep. I guess the game starts, I think, at 8.15 on a Thursday. So uh, we're a week away, and next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we will talk the the divisions in the league each night, obviously. And I guess two of the nights we'll have to do two divisions, but uh, looking forward to that and talking about all the divisions in the NFL and what we think is going to happen this year. And then obviously me, Coach, and Stiz are going to be doing a show on Sunday morning. And we will let everybody know probably Wednesday or Thursday at what time we're looking at on Sunday. And you know what's really what's really hard for that is, and, and I, I don't I don't say this because I haven't been keeping up, but because of the situation that we are in pandemically, you know, we were normally more informed, like as of last year, what was going on and all these things that are going on in camp, and and uh, yeah. this has been just a very weird year. Hundred percent. When, when you throw that we don't know what's really going on in baseball. Right. So they threw us as 60 games. You know, that, that we, we kind of knew what was going on in basketball and hockey because they were finishing up from the season. And it was just kind of like a little bit of a layoff. But as far as baseball and football this year, you know, um, <laughs> hey, Stiz, mate, I hope, Stiz, you better be subscribed to my channel too, by the way. Hey, Stiz, you need to get some more people subscribed yeah. to my channel, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Captain, but you know one thing, too? Like, I, I know just locally here, you'd be getting daily updates, guys who are blogging yeah. at training camp. Because you normally have, you have reporters camped out. And, I mean, yeah, you know, last right. year I was I was I I had my weekly spot at, at Ravens camp. I was there once a week. I was able to get, you know, bring some stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and now I'm out of the loop completely. I mean, I don't yeah. even get boo from anybody. So different year. And then, granted, I have to, I have to see what's going on. Thanks, Tiz. Well, glad, glad to see that, brother. Make sure it's public because you can win that gift card. Because I don't, I don't think you want the Marcus Allen helmet unless you do. And hey, you guys forgot to notice too. Look, he switched back to the I fuck on the first date. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's about time. <laughs> I'm giving you a major Ray Ray. You know, that's it. I love that shirt. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, too. It said the Dolphins, which would make sense because you already have two guys, but they're taking trade inquiries for Rosen. And that doesn't surprise me. We've talked about that pretty much all summer. And I'm curious to see what he will fetch. Look, they only got a – didn't they only cost them like a fourth-round pick? I think so. You know, so I don't see him get them getting more than a six or the six or seven, honestly. If anything, because he'll probably wind up on the market next week, and you can get him for free. I don't know that they would release him, but I mean, heck, I think it's if you're a team, why don't you take the flyer on? You know, one team who, who if I was, how about the Bills? You know, Josh Allen, 
plays pretty physical. If he were to get hurt, you got Rosen as a backup. I don't know that Miami would trade him within the division, obviously. Right. Um, but I don't think that's a bad fit. I mean, maybe, hey, San Francisco. Uh, you know, Garoppolo has had injuries before. Um, I, I just want to see, because I think that would be a great system for Rosen. Well, I, I I, I'm going to throw was, this, this one out there. Yeah. As well, and, and even though that Winston is there, the mm-hmm. Saints have a very yep. quarterback-friendly system. Yeah, I could, I would not be surprised. You, this is Drew Brees' last year. Let, let's yep. let's just call it what it is. It's his last okay. year, so why not go into next year having two quarterbacks to to yeah. battle it out? I got two more teams for you: Colts because yeah. then you can back up Rivers or yeah. Pittsburgh for Big Ben, and maybe you get to play, learn the playbook, and then, you know, maybe you get a shot at being the starting quarterback on one of those teams, who I, I, I think, once again, both are good situations with good head coaches and good teams around them. Like I said, I'll always be surprised about the Colts. I don't understand Phillip Rivers. I love Frank yeah. Reich, and I know, I think Captain or Coach one of you just said, it's the f- f- lim- f- f- being familiar with Bit the playbook, obviously, but man, I just watching Rivers yeah. last year in the AFC West. I think his best days are way behind him. Mm-hmm. When he feels pressure, he throws that ball up, and uh, yeah, you know. Now he didn't have a good line with the Chargers, but still, I think Philip Rivers, and I love how he played, but I think his his days are behind him. I really do. Yeah, it's unfortunate that the Raiders don't get a chance to meet him at least twice a year because he was always good for. A pick six or a pick when yeah. you needed it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and and that, they, they gave him twenty five million too, which I know it's only one year, but still, just just. Well, but see, that's the going rate for a a quarterback that's of value. It's overpayment that granted, but remember, twenty five million based upon that. That's not a bad. But I just felt. I feel like you know what, man. I think Philip Rivers would have sat out on the market for a while. You yeah. could have got him for really yeah. cheap. You could have taken a flyer on a Winston. You could have. I think Foles, know, who played for right from the Super Bowl with the, when he was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but I don't know that they had the draft capital to trade for him. You know, Bears I, gave up nothing for him. I don't think. I don't think the Bears gave up much. They to gave get up like a four or something. I, I yeah, but the, the Colts have a lot of draft capital. I mean, a four is nothing. The look, the captain's already on. I can I see. I can it. see he's working it. He let, let him work the deal. But you know, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I that you know, I think uh, you had said that, and so did Billy about him, Foles going to uh, 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 Indianapolis. But, right. You know. Okay. The uh, the Bears traded a four, yeah, fourth right. round, a fourth round pick to the Jags in exchange for Foles. That's not that's that's bare minimums. That's not yeah. a lot, right? Because yeah. it's out of the out of the top one hundred. That's that's a uh, you know because that's considered a crapshoot, really. Yeah. Right, right. So, but we'll we'll see. Because honestly, I don't think Philip Rivers lasts the full season. Wow. And who's the backup there? Is it it's Brissett? Jacoby Brissett, I believe, right? It's yeah, Brissett. yeah, it's still Brissett, and yeah. Brissett's got a lot of upside. Yeah, he had a nice start, and then I think he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah, and he had he a did. nagging injury, and it was 
it was. And wasn't Hoyer playing? Wasn't Hoyer the backup at yeah, Indiana? It might have been somebody, and yeah. it was kind of one of those deals where you know they started like six and two or something. Yeah, if I'm right. or they they did. So they started well, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, one of the reasons when and uh, the Raiders played them early in the season, and they, they caught they caught the Colts when T. Y. Hilton was injured and the other guy was injured and Brissett had a bad bad game, but still it took a, a pick six. To seal the deal for the, for that game for the Raiders to win, that was the game that uh, what's his nose, the middle linebacker, got thrown out for for life, basically. Uh, the, the guy that used to play for the uh, the Bengals, he picked up. Oh, Vontez, perfect. Yeah, yes. and that and that was stupid. I mean, on, yeah, on, he's on, every, on everybody. I mean, his hit, his hit was nothing. And they said it was. They said it was beyond what it was. It was. I want to say it was stupid on his part and stupid on the NFL's part, both for both purposes. His hit was nothing. But then when he left the field, basically, you know, yeah. smiling and waving and you know, is that that was stupid too. That's one of the reasons right. why they did it. They, wasn't, they he had the, a wasn't he the guy though? To the cost of Bengals. The yes. playoff game yes. where they, they got yes. the field goal position. I mean, just yeah. stuff yeah. like that, man. When at you're that level, at that level, you know, I, I always, you know. We I talked under- about it yesterday, situational football. Right. Sport, and and you understand, you know, you, you kind of see that at the high school level, maybe maybe at the college level, but at the pro level, you shouldn't, you shouldn't see that. You know, you're a professional. You're getting paid. Yeah, he was swinging on Joey Porter. And the other the other coaches that had come on for the Steelers in a playoff game, which they had wrapped up, and then it was him and Pac Man Jones, two of the most stupid malcontents that played defense for the Bengals, gave Pittsburgh, I think, either thirty or forty five yards in penalty yardage at that level. Because Burfecht went and clocked A B, knocked him the fuck out, which was a great hit, but a little bit overbearing. So they had the penalty for that. For you know, unnecessary roughness, defenseless receiver. Then when Porter came on the field, he got he got flagged for you know stupidity or whatever the hell the call was. And then Pac-Man was involved in all that shit. So they gave they got at least thirty yards, if not forty-five, on one play because of what Perfect did. Uh, by the way, uh, you know it was Jason Dean's birthday last week, and we haven't heard from him since. By the way. I mean, uh, you, he, think, might he might still be really in jail well. somewhere or something, yeah, yeah. you know. No, I, I heard from him a little while ago when I broadcast on Facebook on my persona page because Facebook knocked me out of my profile page. Hey, Bafungul Facebook. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, Jason Dean was, uh, I was saying he was there, so I know he's alive and well. Okay. But I'll, I'll, I'll ask him and say, hey, man, we don't see you anymore over on Muddle. So I'll and- ask him. One thing I will like to say, though, too, because obviously we will not be on tomorrow. Tomorrow is Stiz's birthday. Oh. Turning a, a, a young 29 years old and, and, and looking better than ever. Uh, yeah, so Stiz's birthday is tomorrow. So shout out to Stiz. Happy birthday. And tomorrow is one of his favorite days of I the year. Sure. He's I got his fantasy football draft tomorrow. So good luck with that, Stiz. I hope you're holding the trophy at the end of the year. Happy birthday, Mr. President Stiz. Happy birthday, President Stiz. 
Now, just if you look like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> if I look like Marilyn Monroe, I'd be feeling myself up right now. So there you go. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stiz. There you go. He's typing go. it. There it is. Boom. Look at it. <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday, Stiz. Yeah. So, yeah Enjoy your day tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. He's got his draft Friday and Saturday, and then looking forward to. Uh, Big show on, on Sunday, us. yeah. Big show yeah, Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday we got a show, yeah. So. This Sunday. What do you mean next Sunday? And you know what, Stiz? I never answered your question because I know you asked me who think who do I think has a better year between Ruggs and Edwards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Edwards. Wow. I think Edwards is going to have a bigger year, especially that's with Correll. Yeah, that's, I think so. I mean, Ruggs is going to get a lot of yardage, but I think ultimately – Edwards is going to be wind up as being that T.O. type of guy that mm-hmm. gets a big rapport with Carr. And, you know, Ruggs is going to get a lot of double coverage anyway, and I think Edwards will be able to body fight for a lot of the artists. I might be wrong, but I think Edwards is going to be a, a get more well, stats. Well, and everybody talked about the two receivers out of Alabama, obviously. Uh, I know Stiz, he likes Judy more, and so do I. I think Judy's the more accomplished receiver between him and Ruggs. I think the Raiders loved the speed factor with Ruggs. Not, I'm not saying Ruggs is a good captain. I'm just saying I think Judy's a little bit more re- NFL-ready right now. I think Ruggs is going to be a good receiver. I ask, think- ask how many balls Judy dropped. Okay. And, and how many balls Ruggs dropped in his career at Alabama. Ruggs caught everything. He caught everything. I know that was a stat. Judy, Judy actually had a lot more throws to him. And he had good yak. Ruggs has the speed and the hands. And you, you can't teach either one of those. So. Yeah. But I, I don't know about I, hands. I beg to differ there, Captain. You can't, you can't teach you can't, speed? You can't teach speed, but you can teach hands. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is teach them both at the same time. Yeah. You can't teach speed. Listen, no, you can't. But if you get a kid with speed, I can teach him to catch. Right, but what I'm saying, he already has it. You don't need to teach him. But you said you can't teach either one of those things. No, 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 no. I said you can't teach speed and hands. And one thing I'd say, too, Jerry Judy, last two years, over 2,400 yards receiving, rugs, 1,400. So uh, I'm not disagreeing, but, you know, Judy's put in the better stats. Uh, I think rugs might have the higher ceiling, and that's what they're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think Jerry Judy's probably more NFL ready right now. Yeah, and to get more experiences too in Denver because there's right. not as much talent around as Raiders have other players. Darren Waller, you know, other options. The one thing I didn't like about Judy, and I and swear I didn't I didn't know this until somebody threw it up to me later on. The guy's wearing a star of David because he said it, it's. It's it's part of his name. It was something that was on like the Dan Patrick show or something like that. I'm like, really? Are you that stupid? Did somebody in your in your agent say, well, Judy, you know, with the star of David? I'm like, that's just sheer stupidity on his part, you know. So I, I'm I, and I didn't know about it until somebody told me about it. I'm like, yeah, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. Now Judy had a lot of opportunity in, in Alabama. He was the prime receiver there in Alabama. I think he probably had more uh, attempts thrown at him. So, oh, definitely. I, yeah, and, and you know he got a lot. He got a lot of airplay for for that offense. And uh, so, yeah. But 
I, I think probably what, what you probably have to do is like do like simple algebra is like how many catches over how many attempts versus with you know the same thing between rugs and his attempts and all that other things see what it comes out to in, in an algebraic expression see I'm teaching school I guess you know while we're here you know uh, on the show so yeah this is a very informative show I'm not saying what it is I'm just saying go back and and I'll still take I'll still take rugs I'll still take rugs okay well listen to this uh, just in breaking news. The NFL has informed clubs it will provide a loop of pre-recorded crowd noise specific to each team's stadium that must be played over the PA system in empty stadiums and partially filled stadiums at at least to start the season at 70 decibels starting at kickoff. You know, Stiz brought up to me last night and I think I'm pretty sure Stiz was saying that Jerry Jones got a waiver or something. He's going to have fans in Dallas. I think that's what you said, Stiz. If you're listening, yes, comment if you yes, don't mind. Uh, it, it, no, yes, he, that's correct. And you know because it's percentage too. So you got to remember Jerry Jerry's world holds more people than any other oh, yeah. stadium. So yep. he's going to have more people because it's it's broken down by percentage. Right. So he's going to have. 30 plus people there versus the 20 20 to uh, plus in other stadiums. Right. No, you're right about that. But I, like I said, and we've said all along, I don't think it's fair. I think it should be a uniform decision throughout whether I understand states are different, that some states won't allow it. Well, then that's, but at least say, hey, look. We're going to allow 20%, and that's the, the, the thing throughout the NFL. And if one team's not allowed because they're a state, a hot zone or whatever you want to call it, then whatever. But I just think it should be some kind of uniform. Because no matter what, you know, 20,000 people, you're going to have, there's going to be a difference. Oh, it says, yeah, Goodell, Goodell met with a committee about that and agreed. Uh, yeah, because people said, when did Goodell become a Cowboys fan all of a sudden? <laughs> well, Goodell, Goodell checked. Goodell is always for somebody that's, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, Goodell is always about the establishment. Well, he, you know, Goodell, no, right, because, because they no have to vote that. him in, and when you're making, you know, I think his salary is like $40 million a year, so, oh. you know. And he knows the juice Jerry Jones has. He's right, because isn't, isn't Jerry Jones the head of, like, the owner's associate or whatever? He's like the... You know, I guess you call him the top owner, right? He's the guy Probably. that speaks for most, the owners. You know, most most, ex, most expensive team is the Cowboys, obviously, and uh, it's like him, Kraft, Laurie, those kind of guys are really the power brokers for the owners. I think you're the word you're looking for is influential. Yeah, there you go. Okay, thanks for the big big word there, Captain. No, I'm it. sorry. You know, I knew you were. I knew you were. You had it there. I just was. You know, figured I'd throw it out there. And, okay. and while we're and while we're there, I'm actually looking for. Unfortunately, uh, they have Judy stats uh, in a nice little graphic, but they don't have Ruggs's in a uh, in an in an average. You know, things. That it, it's not as clean as the stats that they have for Judy. So I, I'd really have to do some work. So maybe, and if you guys remind me, maybe I'll, I'll do the do the stuff like they did uh, for. Uh, 
with rugs um, into a into a thing, and we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. Okay. All right, we're a week away, Captain. Uh, you want to uh, you know everybody takes a break from us and then heads over at nine p.m. Eastern time to go ahead. That's your cue, Captain. Yeah, well, make sure that make sure you are joining me tonight, uh, Captain Jack Rackham Levy, over on YouTube. Um, I'll, it's my normal Thursday night show. Uh, you don't know Jack about sports. That's on Thursday. Uh, tomorrow uh, it'll be the Black Shield and Gallon Wheel webcast with Jared Bunch. That's at nine p.m. as well. Sunday, uh, nine p.m. Eastern, uh, six Pacific. Back on my YouTube channel again. It'll be a Ask Captain Jack show. And then Monday for Labor Day is a special Labor Day Black Shield and Gallon Wheel webcast one hour earlier, 8, uh, eight Eastern, five, uh, 5 Pacific. And that's with Bob Grant, uh, the president of the Retired NFL Players Congress, talking about social, social issues, you know, athletes and decisions or athletes and basically today's athletes and the choices that they can make about how to – how to uh, do things right about the way I'm going to say it. And uh, Bob Grant will discuss that for everybody and it'll be a great show. So you got Jared on Friday, Bob Grant on, on uh, Monday and Hey, uh, love, love hanging out with, uh, with coach and Nick and obviously Stiz and the rest, but come on over and watch me as well. And because again, Angela and my, and myself do a show on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I wish I was getting paid for this because I'm on so a lot. I'm you know, the hardest working man on the internet, Captain yeah. Jack, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too bad. Maybe one of these days I can parlay it. Yep. You, Ooh, big that. word there, parlay. Yeah, there there you go. go. Yeah. You, double you, you, double you, on top there, there, Captain. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So let, uh, here's um, uh, some more news coming in uh, with uh, Javon uh, Clowney. Could be either the Titans and the Saints both making a push, trying to get him on the field this weekend. Wow! So, you know, I tell you, with with the Saints, with the with the guy, what's what's the guy's name on the Saints already? That would be a hell of a hell of a rush. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, Cam? Is it Cam? Oh, Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. Yeah. And Davenport as well. So he's good. Yeah, so you you had uh, Jadavion Clowney with with Cam Jordan. That's a hell of a pass rush. Hell of a pass rush. And, and there you go. I, I could see them making that push because you know they got to play your buddy Tommy Brady uh, twice a year. Who? Yeah, that's who. <laughs> you keep talking about guys I've never heard of. Man. Yeah, I, I, I guess know. I better get up on on these these new these newfangled players that are on teams. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, now I lost my train of thought in that part for the course. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, Nick, uh, hold on. Hey, it's Nevada Nick. I should have broke your thumb. And if you don't want Gazo breaking your thumbs, then listen to Nick's picks exclusively in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Uh, no, I haven't heard anything on, the, on Kamara, uh, Stiz. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we do have a horse race coming this weekend. We do. We do. And you know what, Coach? It's a little early. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up. I gotta do a little bit more looking into it to be honest with you, because like I said, the Tis the Law is is a heavy favorite. But I will get put something up on my Nevada Nick uh, Facebook page. And as for tonight, as I said, I like um, Vegas tonight, and then I'm gonna give you a basketball tease. Uh, I think the Bucks are due tomorrow. I think they win. Uh, take the Bucks, and then I also took them in a tease where you take the Bucks down to one with the Lakers uh, from six to two. So that's Bucks straight, and then Bucks Lakers tease tomorrow night, um, and then also obviously Vegas tonight. And I will uh, <clears throat> excuse me give out my Kentucky Derby pick on Saturday through uh, Nevada Nick just a little bit too early. Want to look into these horses and talk to some of my other. Degenerate gambler friends and see what they think. Yeah, I think uh, I think one year we had uh, weren't you weren't you coming to us from like the bushes of Churchill Downs? Uh, yes, I was. I was, uh, and it was uh, wasn't easy fitting me in those bushes either. <laughs> and let's not forget the Kentucky Derby. I won too, but my horse got disqualified. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. That was, that was such horse shit, man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. That was that was poor shit. Uh, uh, pun intended, I think. Too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Fun. And why? Why did they say because he, he he got in front of somebody's path? Bullshit. Yeah, he ran yeah. Over, ran cut somebody off or something. Yeah. 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 They, Rubin's they racing. It's like NASCAR, man. Rubin's racing, man. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck you. I cutting somebody off. They haven't. They haven't been uh, in traffic in the Northeast of California. Cutting somebody off is illegal. Screw you. So, all right, good stuff, everyone. Uh, remember, nine o'clock. Jump over to, and check out Captain Jack tonight. Uh, Sunday, our special uh, draft show with the with the great birthday boy Stiz. Hopefully, he'll will uh, won't get too. Uh, Slost and have to spend the weekend in uh, the local uh, lockup, and we'll be able to make the show. I was with uh, Trixie, and you can't prove I did any of that shit because <laughs> I even got it on video. <laughs> if you do have video, then it was altered. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go throw up. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so make sure you check all that out. We appreciate you. Make sure you check out the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the page. And, uh, you know, like our Facebook page as well. But just remember, type in Coach Muddle, any social media platform I pop up. Uh, and, you know, be part of the show. So we'll see everybody on uh, Sunday. So be good and uh, thanks for watching.